Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your butthole. The Weekly Planet. The Weekly Planet. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet, official podcast of comicbookmovie.com, where we talk movies, comics, TV shows, sports, friendships. Tea cozies. Correct. Those are the only things. There we go, yes. Some of them aren't even things we talk about. We've never talked about friendship. (laughs) This is a friendship-free zone. Absolutely it is. Mm. It's called show business, not show friends. Exactly. And one day we'll be in show business. It's not the show friends. It's not the show friends. Certainly not, no. (laughs) Uh, Do you think friends is better than how I met your mother? Where is she? There she is. Okay. You know, you always forget to introduce us, if you know. Oh, sorry. My name's James. It's, you know Mr. what, because you're, you're messing with the formula. I'm you're sorry. Messing, you're messing with success. <laughs> You've gone mad with, not power. Indifference. Indifference. <laughs> Some sort of brain injury you've suffered that you've not told me about. Mr. Sunday Movies. Yep. Me, Nick Mason. Correct. Both of us. Yep. All right. Let's get into it. Okay. You happy? No. <laughs> I want to start again, but we have a no start again policy. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know ABC have renewed a couple of uh, popular Marvel shows? Agent, Agent Carter, it's coming okay. back. Oh, it is coming back. That's good. Yeah, it's good. good. It was kind of, it wasn't touch and go, but they just didn't say anything about right, it for okay, a while. Yeah, uh-huh. it was, I think it was supposed to be a once-off or might okay. have been. And Agents, Agents, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is back for season three. It will be. <coughs> <coughs> Apparently it's good. You know what, though? I think I've realized the pattern. <laughs> Yes. People say it's good whenever a movie comes out. Uh-huh. They're like, it's good now because it's a, the movies. And then there's like 14 episodes of nothing. Yeah, exactly. And there's 14 episodes of people running around office buildings <laughs> and like old ships or whatever. Yeah. Mm. But, you know, it's great. If you like it, that's good. And if a lot of people are really happy it's coming back, including you. No. Oh, that wasn't an enthusiasm cough. No, no. I, look, I've got a lot of coughs. Yes. And I understand sometimes it's difficult to discern an enthusiasm cough from an indifference cough. Sure. That was an indifference so cough. So is enthusiasm one like, uh-huh! Yeah, exactly. Okay. Right. <laughs> like that. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that, that spin-off, I guess good news for you then, that spin-off show they were threatening. Oh, yes. Um, it's, it's not happening. Okay. They nipped that in the bud. That was the uh, Mockingjay and her British friend Mockingbird. Sorry, yeah. Mockingjay is <laughs> that other thing. Yes. Um, uh, so yeah, 
Great. That's not happening. Which I think is wise because they're, they're like, I think they're good in that show or whatever from what I've seen up to. And the last thing you want to do is take something out of that show that's good. Oh, <laughs> yeah, totally, and put yeah. it somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, just leave it with the, the, <laughs> the absolute bare minimum. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh-huh. So but that, that's good. A lot of people are very happy. Uh, Constantine has been cancelled, which is not really a surprise because it wasn't rating too well. Interpret this one. <coughs> that was a genuine cough. Yeah, that was an actual, yeah, I'm quite ill. Yeah. Oh, wait, and also, <coughs> I've never seen an episode of Constantine. I watched the first that one. I didn't mind it. Great. Yeah, but uh, look, it's... If it comes back, I might check it out. But if not, maybe mm. not. But there was also plans that Arrow was going to cross over with it, even though it was a different network. So Supergirl's happening. It's all happening. Oh, though, sure. You know, whatever. It definitely sounds like it's all happening. It is, isn't it? Yeah. And DC's, the Flash and Arrow's new spin-off series, DC's Legends of Tomorrow, has a title. And the title is Legends of Tomorrow. DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Tomorrow. So when are they going re- to reveal the title? That's the title of the oh, show. Oh, great. Fantastic. Yes, right. just... Which is... DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Love it. Today. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. So it's like Adam... Uh, Who hasn't shrunk yet? No, not yet. Is, is he going to shrink at any point? I think they're going to get him to crouch in a box. <laughs> That's just as good. Covered. Great. <laughs> sure. Uh, Black Canary. Yep. But the original one. Uh-huh. Uh, the two Flash villains. She's not dead for some reason. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Oh, they got the Lazarus pit now. Oh, yeah. The two Flash villains like Fire and Iceman. The guy who can literally go on fire and fly around. Fireball. Firestorm. Yeah, Firestorm. Yes. All uh, these guys. Great. Yeah, uh, you know, it could be good. Love it. Yeah. It's all building towards a big shared TV universe mm. that people seem to enjoy more than the movies. D-listers of tomorrow. <laughs> Here it comes. Here it comes. No, but you know, the, you've been watching The Flash? No. It's been really good. I've fallen off all of them again. Really? Okay, yeah. That's all right. They yeah. had Grodd uh, last week. Oh. Looked pretty good. Was he telepathic? Yes. Was he a big talking monkey? Gorilla, Mason, that's racist. Correct, there we go. That was a test and you passed the test. <laughs> yeah, no it wasn't tire. bad. Yeah, it was okay. It was actually like for TV. Did he talk in a pompous British accent? No, he was like, Grod, Grod, like that. Huh, just for the whole episode? <laughs> the whole episode. Even, when, for, even when he wasn't on screen. On screen and you just, just hear him They're in, in Star Labs and they're trying to explain some technical thing and you just hear Grod, just down from the, just down the hall. Grod. <laughs> and this is the actors are like, <laughs> and he's run the line again. Just... Yeah, so that's all good news, I guess, mm, as far okay. as TV yeah. goes. Yeah, look, I'm not on board 100% with all of these things, but the more that they put out there, the good, the better chance that there are they produce They'll something good. good. Exactly, so, yeah. 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 So that's only... And I really liked Asian Carter, so. Yeah, exactly. There we go. So that's good. Suicide Squad. Oh, that was the... like way earlier in the week. This was right we after should... we finished recording yeah, the last episode, We should probably talk about the, it. The full cast. Yeah. Uh, Photo came, was tweeted by the director. Tweeted. It was Twoten. It <laughs> yep. was Twoten. It was. So we have... I know you're a big costumes man. Okay, and so this will, this this has probably been exhaustively examined before this very moment. By but people here we go. better than us. By people better than us who know what they're talking about. Okay, I have absolutely no idea who the first guy on the left is, so I'm assuming that he's some cannon fodder they've invented. Uh, no, no, he's got like a rope. He's like a noose. Oh, he's got a name. Well, they think he's, he's like a noose-related villain. Oh, noose-related man. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I can't remember okay. his name. Right, right. Like Garot or something like that? Oh, kind something of, like something that. Something like yeah, that. Okay, so we've got Captain Boomerang. Mm. Um, he looks certainly looks like a tough guy. That's yep. great. He's got mutton chops. You can't really see it in the photo, but he has <laughs> that's, sweet mutton that's, chops. Okay, that's, well, that's pass. How Australian pass. does he look? He doesn't look super Australian. He looks more like a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> this is kind of a low-res photo. Yeah. We've got Enchantress. Yep. Zombs, who looks more like a swamp witch. Yep. Uh, Katana looks great, I think. She's in Arrow, did you know? No. I didn't know. You know the guy who he's friends with who's in the league? 
the guy with the ponytail, the Asian guy with the ponytail. Oh, yes. His wife is Katana. She just put on her costume last week and I was like, didn't know that. Didn't make go. that connection. No, well, yeah, exactly. Uh, Rick Flagg looks like a man. He does. He looks good. He looks like, what's his face? Fast and Furious guy. Okay. Paul, Paul Walker. Walker. Paul Walker's go. brother. Uh, we'll get to Harley Quinn in a second. Yep. Because there's... Oh, Harley Quinn. I just got it. Sorry. <laughs> Amazing. Um, You're going to okay. go from the other side? Yeah, okay. Very El, right. That's El Diablo, I guess, on yep. the far right. Sounds Killer right. Croc. Yep. Biggest name, Will Smith. Yep. Okay, here's the thing. The costume looks good. Mm. There's been shots of him with the mask. Yeah. And they look pretty good. Yeah. Right here, though, unmasked, he looks... This character, this the, Will Smith here looks very reminiscent of his character in Pursuit of Happiness. <laughs> just like a middle-aged dad. <laughs> he looks worried. He does like look he's worried. he's just kind of... He's got his ears poking out there. <laughs> I don't know. He's. Do you think his ears are too pokey out for no hair? Yeah. Like sometimes you got to grow that hair out a bit to you kind of... Cut of cover your, your pokey out of ears. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we've all been there. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, so I don't if know. With a mask, it looks good though. Yeah, I don't know. And in motion, I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but yeah I'm sure. they have chosen... Here's the saddest dead shot. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> well, they're um, going to make him a fallen hero or tragic whatever. Oh, no wonder he But you know, so in one of the pictures, the one that they put out with his mask on, mm-hmm. he's holding his gun right-handed, but the eyesight thing is on the left. Does that make sense? Hang on, let me think. Yeah, because... So if he's holding it like that, he has to put it on the opposite eye instead of this eye. Everyone at home can oh, see that, right? Oh, I see what you're saying. You see what I mean? I would assume that he fires it like Hollywood style, like oh, under the arm. From so the hip. Have, yeah, from yeah. the hip. So he's pointing to the left and his eye is pointing to the right so they meet in the middle. <laughs> see what I'm saying? Hollywood style. Hollywood style, I'll yeah. I get you now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Harley Quinn in the middle. It's similar to the, um, the Joker... Reveal. Okay, it's, yeah, it's yeah. A, like it's a read. It's another uh, Harley Quinn redesign. Yeah, yeah. What do you What do you think about it? It's all right. Okay, great. Yeah, <laughs> it's a. I don't know. It's a little bit. I mean, it's all low res and not moving and whatever. Yeah, I guess know. so. Yeah, there's some, there's some better shots of it, like on set mm. shots and stuff like that. Um, to be honest, I'm not really. I don't even think this is like the best background to shoot this on, and right. I don't, and it's not like a really great quality photo. Is anyone in favor of this? This I think people are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look, I'm okay. I, honestly, generally. I'm okay with it. Uh-huh. I, I just. Yeah. I think I guess as well with a lot of this, because they're not massive names, named yep. heroes as well. Uh-huh. I guess I'm like, I don't really care about what's the guy in the end, El Diablo and whatever. Right, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, but no, generally it's it's fine. Whatever. Okay. Cool. What about you? Yeah, again, it's yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I'm glad we devoted this much time to it. <laughs> Certainly. I'm not against it. Mm, yeah. Yeah. No, look, I'm hoping it's going to be really, really good. Somebody emailed, and I can't remember who, and thought, do you think this is going to be a better movie than Batman v Superman? Impossible to say at this point. No. I'm going to say no. <laughs> okay, fair yeah. enough. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say I don't know. Great. <laughs> Anything else to say? That's what people just tune in for, yeah. I feel. I feel like this is such a long time ago that I'm like, I don't even remember what I thought initially. Yeah. But no, uh, look, it's coming along. That's mm. good. Things are happening in the world other than this also. Like this is happening, but Give also... Give me an example of another thing happening in the world. Try and, think of, try and think of another thing happening in the world. You, oh, you just said something. Today is Mother's Day oh, in Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you treat your mother to anything? No, I've been at work. In her face. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I'll tell her so when I see her. Eventually. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Uh, we got some casting for Civil War. Uh, some ro- The roster lineup has been announced. Interesting. As of so far. First of all, it's filming in IMAX, the whole thing. All of it. Hmm. It's pretty exciting. Uh, so we've got Captain America, Tony Stark. Black Widow, Bucky Barnes, Falcon, Vision, Black Panther, Hawkeye, 
War Machine, Scarlet Witch, Agent 13, Martin Freeman in an undisclosed role. The Hobbit. The Hobbit. Uh, General Ross from The Hulk. Yeah, okay, he's back. Well, you Cro- hurt. Yeah. There you go. I know, right? Crossbones huh. and Zemo. But okay. there's probably some others. Big lineup. That is a big lineup, yeah. Some say too big. Some say lineup. The actual word lineup. <laughs> yes. they, just, they just say the word lineup. Correct. Just on a street corner or something? Just on a street corner. Oh, Bloody okay. lineup. Yeah. yeah. What do you think of that? Maybe teachers would say that. They would say that. <laughs> Bloody lineup, mate. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they say it, right? Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. What do you think? Pretty good, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's very Avengersy, isn't it? It's yeah. a very Avengersy. No, no Thor. No is the Hulk. same? Is it the same actor who played Agent Thirteen in Winter Soldier? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, okay. Revenge. I don't know what her name is. Emily Van der something. Revenge. Emily, Emily Van der Revenge. Revenge. Re- Revenge actually got cancelled. I wasn't sure whether to bring it up. I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up. You've made a terrible mistake. In the- now, now. Oh, you've ruined it. What? No, that's fine. <laughs> did she get enough revenge in the show Revenge? I didn't watch Revenge. Because initially she was getting revenge. Oh, yes. And maybe she got revenge. This is just what I've seen from the ads. I haven't uh-huh, sure. never watched an episode. And then someone get... and then But then she realised it's maybe the wrong revenge. Oh, so she was getting revenge on somebody who didn't deserve the revenge. Or maybe there was somebody behind the revenge. Revenge, okay. So the initial person deserved the, revenge. Yeah. But there was a bigger fish yeah. who deserved more fish-based <laughs> revenge. Exactly. Yep. And then that... One of those people retaliated and got revenge on her, and then I think it ended with her again getting revenge on whoever re-revenged her. Oh, sure. So does that make sense? Look, I think <laughs> everyone got a good solid amount of revenge again. <laughs> so did everyone got ever got a hefty dose? Got a hefty dose, yeah, exactly. Oh, which reminds me, uh, Gotham spoiler alert. I haven't been watching Gotham. Yeah, that's not the spoiler. Um, but uh, somebody sent me a clip. Yeah, uh, the penguin kills Fish Mooney. Yes, I bloody called it. But she only fell into the water. I bloody called it. But you, you said she's not feed coming the back. Fish to the, I reckon she. Somebody's going to say it next episode. <laughs> I assume. <laughs> I hope somebody says it. The at fish some point. got fed to the, the penguin. penguin. Okay. Oh yeah, good point. It's it is still time, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, look, I think because she fell in water, she might come back. I'm not saying she will. But I'm saying that's not a definitive death in a comic book. No, absolutely world. not. No. Yeah. You can be eaten by sharks and come back. Whenever, yeah, exactly. Whenever somebody falls off a cliff, and you don't, whenever you don't see the body, yep. or even if you do see the body, yeah, exactly, irrelevant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that's good. Anyway, Civil War looks great. I'm, I'm excited. Mm. Do you think General Ross will turn into the Red Hulk? I don't think so. I don't okay. think they're going to go that down that road. Rolk. Rolk. Do you think he? He didn't like being the Red Hulk, did he? Because it was like this is my nightmare. Well, his moustache disappeared. Yeah. And he lived for that moustache. grow so. in? I don't know. It's never explained. It should be. That's why the twist never worked. <laughs> like when they revealed that the Red Hulk was General Ross, people were like, where did his moustache go? Yeah. Because if they did him with the moustache. You'd be like, oh, it's General Ross. Clearly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Isn't he intelligent? Yeah. And he gets hotter? That's correct. As he gets angrier? Yes. And more intelligent. So if he's furiously reading a book, (laughs) he gets hotter. Correct. And he burns the book to a crisp, which only makes him madder (laughs) and hotter. So watch out, libraries. (laughs) Yeah, great. Uh, The Rogue Cut was announced for X-Men Days of Future Past. Oh, yes. Got an extra like 10, 15 minutes, I assume. Mm -hmm. It's going to be out July 14. And all the Rogue scenes that were cut out from Mm -hmm. Days of Future Past have been put back in using modern editing techniques to create sure. a fuller and richer X-Men experience. Just a really just a really like harangued, stressed, sweaty guy in like a like a one of those green dealers visors and he's got a big <laughs> set of shears and he's like, Oh, Stan Lee's gonna kill me. Oh god and he's just snipping away. Is it that's the modern technology you're talking about? That's right? exactly what I'm talking right, about, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. you excited for that? Yeah. Definitely. You excited to watch those clips on YouTube? <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's probably what I'll do. Mm. We will do a Days of Future Past commentary at some point. Probably closer. Will we use the original version of the road cut? That's oh, the question. That that's, that's, remains to be seen, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, if you buy the steel book, then, oh, we'll, yes. okay, then great. we'll get it. Then we'll get we'll the steel book. But yeah, July 14. Look out for it, Mason. I will. You know how you were wanting a new Indiana Jones movie? No, I've never said that. <laughs> I've said retroactively destroy it, the last one, and erase it from my mind with like an ice pick. Okay. Or like a big set of shears. Just just lean me towards that guy who's <laughs> frantically editing. <laughs> Stabbed. Stabbed. Yeah. Great. Okay. Anyway, something about Indiana Yeah, Jones. well, it was confirmed by Kathleen Kennedy, who runs Lucasfilm, that though there's no scripts yet mm-hmm. and no confirmed release date they're like yeah we're talking about it it's happening we'd like to make more money so sure <laughs> and that's our number one priority mm. so yeah which is fine when yeah. people get upset about movies making money yes that is <laughs> right that is what they are for some making money movies are better than others though correct and that's what's important and family i guess sure mother's day <laughs> yeah uh so yeah i'm assuming they they're gonna recast right yeah, he's done, right? He surely he's maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll see how he does in bloody Star Wars, mate. But is there any chance that he could put in such a stellar performance that you want to see Indiana Jones in the nineteen eighties? Because that's how old he would be. Now. Right, <laughs> not the eighties, maybe the sixties. Yeah, what do you think? I, I don't understand. Like, he doesn't have any vitality left. No, at all. No, but I don't know. <laughs> I just, I just don't know. Yeah, so recast that, I guess. Yeah. Or just don't make any more. How's he going to push a man into the blades of a propeller? That's a good question. Exactly. He'd probably need help. Probably How's he going to... Pin him under his bloody Zimmer frame, all right? Yeah. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> what were you going to say? I was going to say, how's he going to put things in a museum where they belong? I don't think he does that that much, though. I no, mean, he, he really does says no. it. And then he just destroys a lot of things and <laughs> yeah. then they go into a government warehouse. Yeah. You're right, yeah, yeah. Mm. He's a terrible professor slash archaeologist slash dad. He's a terrible dad. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, great. Anyway, it's been strongly rumoured they're making a Boba Fett film. That is the next spin-off mm-hmm. after Rogue One. Sure. Josh, the Trank's out. We talked about that last week. He's, he got he's, tranked. He got tranked. <laughs> he, tranked him, he tranked himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm a, and they, they're saying that, well, it, well, I'm saying it would have to be as well set between somewhere between, obviously, Clone Wars and Jedi. I guess you could do it after, but... I hope it's set... As he's falling into the sun. Yes, exactly. Immediately <laughs> after Return of the Jedi. And it's just him poking around for two hours. Ugh. 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 How do you stay alive in that pit for 2,000 years or whatever it is? It must keep you alive. There's a book on it anyway. It's called <laughs> The Journey of the Sarlacc. No, you know the, the Towers from Jabba's Palace. Y- boy, yes. Yeah, you, you, you get Fett's perspective in the Sarlacc pit. Huh. He doesn't like it. <laughs> It's real dark in here. Yeah. Not- okay, so the Boba Fett movie, I'm assuming, is going to be some sort of Mr. Magoo-esque <laughs> comedy of errors, right? Yeah. Where worst bounty hunter of them all, Boba Fett, just keeps stumbling into success somehow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The Inspector Gadget. Yeah, thank you, the Inspector Gadget of bounty hunters, correct. Yeah. yeah, that's it. If they're going to do it, I think they should do it between Empire and Jedi. I'd love to see it where he, it goes from Cloud City, or even during, Yeah. or even from like... The start of Empire where he tracks down Han Solo, yeah. picks him up, goes uh-huh. to Jabba's palace. I want to see that. How about this? They did it in Shadow of the Empire. Yeah. How, how about instead, it takes place immediately after he gets out of the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. And maybe it's like a payback style film. On the Sarlacc? <laughs> yeah, no. I think he'll take care of the Sarlacc fairly quickly. But maybe just like 
I don't, I don't know. You remember Payback with Mel Gibson? I love Payback. And, you know, he yeah, it was great. And he just wanted. We'll talk about maybe Mel Gibson a little bit later. Yeah, maybe we won't wink. No, that's not. <laughs> um, but you know, he just wanted his thirty thousand dollars or whatever, and yeah. he just caused this incredible ruckus and yeah. killed all these people because he wanted just the small amount of money he was owed. He was owed because yeah. he's a man of honor. Because he's a man of honor. I would like to maybe. Boba Fett's got some unfinished business. Yeah. Maybe... With Dengar. Yeah, oh, maybe with Dengar. Maybe with Boss. Maybe with IG-88. Maybe with those guys, Maybe yeah. with 4LOM. Oh, yeah. Maybe with Lobot. <laughs> the guy with the things on his ears. I enjoy Lobot. Yeah. Look, but I maybe like, you know, he comes out and he realises um, Jabba's dead, but now yeah. he just wants to take revenge on... Whoever. The rest of the huts or something. I don't know. Vader? Yeah, Vader. Whatever. Whoever put him in that situation. Mm. The huts, yeah. Oh, yeah, the huts, yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Because, yeah, that, that'd be super cool. There's also the rumor long back that you may have remembered from a while back that they're going to swap Jango Fett out because he's a Jango Fett clone. Oh, yeah, there we go, yep. So someone else will kill him and take the mantle. And so the one we see in the episodes five and six yeah. is somebody else. Yeah, somebody else, right, yeah. Okay. Which would be way better, That'd right? be so much better. <laughs> But hey, that because rem- otherwise we're gonna have to sit through like a weird origin story, which consists of him getting rid of his New Zealand accent, yeah. like a lot of vocal training. <laughs> no, say it, get him, Dad, get him, Dad. No, you're you're not getting. The thing this. is, as well, you're you- not getting this, Boba. <laughs> get him, Dad. Get him, dead. No, no, because you know how. In George Lucas went back and he redubbed Boba Fett's lines New Zealand. Uh, Did he really? I've in not the Empire seen that Strikes version. Back, yeah. Good lord. He's like, he's no good to me alive, bro, or whatever. Oh boy. In your face, New Zealand listeners. <laughs> but uh, no, that's 100% accurate. He, he wouldn't necessarily have that accent because his dad died mm. when he was like eight or 10, whatever he was. And then he, he, who knows what he was doing. So he didn't even, he didn't, they like didn't need to change training. it. Yeah. Anyway, doesn't matter. <laughs> Look, to be honest, I don't even no, want to. No. The Star Wars movies are all about consistency. You're right. Mm. I don't even want to see a Boba Fett movie. I don't care. Is that just me? I want to see... if You know what? What you said sounds great, actually. Yeah, exactly. He just yeah. keeps... We reveal... Wouldn't it be amazing if one of the Star Wars movies was a comedy? <laughs> like, inexplicably. You just make Like, one on of, purpose. Yeah, on purpose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, like... Just make one of. Don't say it's going to be a comedy. Yeah. Like make the trailer. Make the Boba Fett one. The trailer like it's going to be this amazing action movie. Yeah. And then you reveal that this character that everybody's loved inexplicably for decades is just an idiot. Could I suggest the song Smash Mouth's "Walking on the Sun" for when he gets out of the cell? Yes. <laughs> yes, you may. Yeah. Yes. Good. So good, right? We've done it. Yeah, I think so. All right. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. 
if you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Do you want to talk Mad Max? Yes. Because Mad Max is out this week. Fury Road. I'm bloody excited, mate. Me too. Yeah, it's probably... I hope it's good. You know what's weird? Because I rewatched, skimmed the three <laughs> Mad Max movies in preparation for this. Yeah. And you'd think that I'd be less enthused for Mad Max Fury Road after watching them. Yeah. But I'm more enthused. Really? Yeah. Would you want to go film by film or okay. do you want to go general thoughts? I'm really intrigued by that. General, okay. Because gen- it doesn't all hold up, does it? No. <laughs> no. No. I'd say one quarter of it holds up. In and, total. Yeah, yeah, and there are three movies. So I'd say I reckon there's a solid one and a bit movies out of okay, it. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, we can talk about it. Okay, cool. Anyway, do, the first one, though. It's a mixed bag. Boy, whole, is it. Yeah. First one's the whole um, universe. What do you think of the first one? It's from 1979. Look, and you've got to bear in mind, if you are going to watch it, you've got to think of it from, from the perspective, this was an independent Australian film. Yep. George Miller. Miller. Yes. Not Mark Miller. <laughs> Correct. He was a, what is he? He was a um, trauma emergency doctor uh-huh. and he financed this film yeah yeah and he raised like 400 that's uh, that's very interesting i didn't yeah. know he was a trauma doctor yeah that's fascinating i know right considering what we're going to talk <laughs> yeah. about in the what i actually what a lot of people actually don't know is that there are three mad max yes. movies because americans especially yeah the first one they ever saw was the road, road warrior, warrior which yeah. is the second one yeah and the the first one wasn't released it was only released a couple of years ago right um in some countries i think it was released in some places in the US, I know they dubbed the Australian accents. To American accents. To American accents. Fact, everybody, not just... Everybody, because Mel Gibson wasn't famous. Yeah, true, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, what was I going to say? But also then I think they re-released it after Road Warrior. Because they were like, this is like the prequel to Mad Max. Yeah, yeah. And people were probably like, this was clearly made before. <laughs> yes, and exactly. is much worse. <laughs> right. Well, we're talking about worse. I think it, it feels to... When you watch it, it feels to me very much like... George Miller wanted to have some fairly spectacular for the time yep. action sequences yeah. and car chases and stuff like that. Yeah, and he just sort of loosely strung some plot around. Absolutely, it. there's there's some there's some plots. Not really, but it's such a what what it because I've you know every time I think about Mad Max I'm like oh it's this post post apocalyptic world and they've run out of gas. Not that one. <laughs> but yeah, the first one like going back to it, I realize it's been so long since I've watched it. It's not. It's not. A it's pop- in a country town. It's in a country town. It's not. 
Like it's well, the backstory. I, I, always, I, always, I guess I always assumed this was the last pocket of civilization left you think, or something. Because in your head you see Thunderdome. Yeah, and exactly. Then, and then you get you go, but it's, it's, it's set in like Ballarat. It's, or yeah, it's it's like it's like it, a lot of it feels very much like a like an Australian soap opera. It feels like a country practice <laughs> or like Blue Healers, which was like a very long-running Australian well, police soap funny opera. Funny you should say nothing, that. Yeah. The third Thunderdome. Yes. George Miller and another guy directed it and the other guy went on to direct a bunch of Blue Healers episodes. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> so the first Mad Max, it's not a poster. It's so vague as to where, like it's, because there's a scene right at the start mm. where, uh, towards the start where like, the the cops because they Mad Max is a cop and they were called the I wrote this down uh the main police force the MPF main police force yeah because they're the main one they're the main one <laughs> yeah so they bring in like a gang member and then his lawyer yeah. shows up and gets him off a he's greasy like, lawyer yeah he's this greasy little lawyer gets him off in a technicality <laughs> and a super weird voice and so I'm like it, I think it's a rape as well yeah it is <laughs> oh and ugh. Yeah, <laughs> cough of disapproval, but <laughs> yeah. So it's like, so initially, I'm like, I thought this was a post-apocalyptic. What? I thought this was Law of the Jungle, like people shooting flamethrowers out of the sides of their school buses and whatever. Like, what? Who's this guy getting somebody off on a legal technicality? Why are they lawyers? Yeah. Why isn't everything just shotgun to the head? Like, yeah. Why is it like exactly? People just rolled in dirt and shot the face yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I mean that, but that's the budget they had. It was filmed in like country Victoria. Yeah, which like a few of the roads. I'm like, I think I've been there. Like, I mean, it all mm. looks the same anyway. But actually, the backstory is, and I don't know whether they say this specifically in the movie because I can't remember. I watched them like a couple of years ago. Um, there's an oil crisis. There's like a Persian Gulf War something. Oh thing. sure, they mm-hmm. give it a name. I can't remember what it is. I think they even use the word Persia. Uh-huh. I might be wrong. And they just burn all the oil. So there's an oil shortage, right? And so these this police force is force is the last kind of remnants of society as everything's collapsing, collapsing. Everything's columboing. Yeah, exactly. Mm, yeah, but that's it's not really made that clear. I feel. No, it's, I mean, I saw it two years ago, and you skimmed it. So yeah, maybe exactly. it is. <laughs> that's ever, ever, yeah, but it feels very much. It feels a bit student filmy, except for the horrific yeah. car crashes and so forth. Yeah, it's. Hang on, where was I? We could talk about the villain. We could talk about the villain. And that's the thing. It's the weakest villain, definitely. Well, he's also... The, Toe Cutter Joe. Is Toe Cutter Joe is... Or, the, the, or just Toe Cutter? I think it's just Toe Cutter. Oh, maybe it is. Let's assume it's Toe Cutter Immort- Joe. No, Immortal Joe. There we Joe. go. See, that's, that's what I learned. Immortal yes. Joe is a Fury Road villain. Yes. Same actor. Same actor. That's what Hugh I learned Keys just recently. Burn, and he was also Martian Manhunter. What was in the Justice, the George Miller Justice League movie? Interesting. Yeah. So he's a he's a favourite. He's a fave man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's probably in Blue Healers. <laughs> yeah, probably. But yeah, like he's he's toe cutter. Yeah. For starters, again, I did skim it. He doesn't cut anyone's toes off. I mean, maybe that's, he did. Maybe prior. Oh, that's probably how he got the name. I assume. He's this. He's a very. He's a whimsical fop of a man. This. He's like, oh, I hate guns. Yeah. Like, that and then bit? he's like. Stealing a kid's ice cream, and then the kid <laughs> kicks him in the balls. And, and there's a bit where, like, like an old lady... Thre- I forgot about that. There's an old lady threatens him with a rifle, and he's like, oh, yeah, the, yeah. Oh, the guns, ugh. Yeah, he's just this... He's a strange... What? Oh, also, here's something... Here's something I realised, having watched this. 
It should be called Mad Goose, the first movie. <laughs> yeah, because <'Cause> it's the... <laughs> 70% of the movie is about Goose, who's Max's best friend, played by Australia's own Steve Bisley. I think that's his name. That's his name, that's yeah. That's his name, yeah. He was in Frontline and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Maybe Water Rats? Yeah, probably in Water Rats. <laughs> You're right, because he's... Because he's going crazy. He's the mad. He's mad. He's bloody mad because his that the the guy who raped whoever yeah gets off yeah. and then he's furious. He's furious. And Max is kind of like he goes on a fury road. Yeah, exactly. It's what we say in Australia when you're really yeah. mad, you go on a fury road. And Max is kind of indifferent. Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, that's what happens in this society we're in. I guess I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's fine with it. And then, but then, so Goose goes after them. Yeah, and they burn Goose alive. Yeah. And he doesn't die, though, immediately. He never dies. We never see him We die. never see him dead. Okay. Well, because well, we can talk about the villain in the next one next, because they're, yeah. they're linked. Uh, yeah, okay. But yeah, um, yeah. And then Mad Max, you think he's going to get mad. But he doesn't get particularly mad. <laughs> he retires. Yeah. He goes and lives in the country, more of the country, yeah. with his wife and kids. More like, more like Bendigo. More like Bendigo. And then more like Ararat. Oh, and then they more get- like Safety Beach. <laughs> more like Dramana. Goes down to bloody Dramana, mate. And then he gets, and then they come after him and kill his wife and kid or whatever. And then he gets mad, Max. He gets sort of mad. <laughs> like, he's not that mad. Maybe, mm. he, only, he, he only really gets mad in like the last five minutes. Is he crazy mad or is he angry mad? That's a good point. <laughs> I think he might be crazy mad. It's not that Because he doesn't get, no, but I mean, he, maybe he's crazy mad in the head. Yeah. Which is why he doesn't get particularly upset about all the crime and his best friend being burned alive, and his wife being killed. Yeah. And him getting his arm run over. Does that happen in the first Arm run one? over, leg shot out. Yeah. 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 But he doesn't get... I think so maybe he's crazy mad. Yeah. Which is why he doesn't get angry mad. It's not really. Because he's crazy. Okay, sure. Yeah. Maybe that's it. I would, sure would explain a lot. I would watch a movie called Mad Goose. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently... This is what I... I did a video on it. Uh-huh. I, it's called, I called it Mad Max Facts, F-A-X. Oh, yeah. It's Great. very good, right? Okay. Um, Was there a fax in the, in I, the, I in the thumbnail? <laughs> I should probably do that. I could still change it. Good. But um, what was I going to say? Steve Bisley went in for a role and um, Mel Gibson went in as his friend. So not to audition. Not to audition. And he was all beat up because he'd been in a bar night, bar night, a bar fight the night before. Uh-huh. And they were like... We need like weird kind of looking. Oh, we need some dudes. freaks. Yeah, we need that's some gang that, members. And so he came back two weeks later, and he was all healed. And they were like, "Holy shit, it's Mel Gibson!" Right, pre-fame. It's, it's futures. <laughs> it's the future famous celebrity Mel Gibson. We better get him a role for his future. So Bisley was kind of gonna be. I think Goose was the bigger role. I think I might be wrong. Which is why they were gonna call the movie Mad, Mad Goose. Goose. Yeah, and yeah. I don't, okay, and then so, but that doesn't really explain why. Like, it doesn't explain why the movie is 70% Goose, 30% Max. Yeah. You'd think that you'd give all the lines that Goose has to Max. Yes. And then, and you have Goose be the calm one, and yeah. then Goose get killed. Goose then, get killed. Then Goose get killed. <laughs> did you read that on my t-shirt? I did. My custom-made t-shirt that just says Goose get killed? Uh, but then when, when Goose is killed, then surely Max would get mad, and then he goes and he mad Maxes for the rest of So he'd be, he'd be mad Max in 100% of the film. Yes. So it's interesting. Maybe they... I don't know. It feels like a lot of it was kind of made up on the fly. It really does, doesn't it? Yeah. 
Well, because like, and they were like filming places they shouldn't, so they'd quickly film a scene on a bridge they couldn't film on, and then they'd bugger off and right. whatever. Like they do all sorts of shit like uh-huh. that. It's a it's a remarkable achievement yeah. for the time, yeah. right? You know what's most remarkable? Nobody was killed. Yes, because uh, if you look at some of those stunts, <laughs> yeah, like I think a lot of people are injured though, right? Because there was I hope no. So. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but like a, a lot of the bikers, I think, are actual bikers, they're actual bikers like the yeah. Hell's Angels. Yeah, and, yeah. I don't know whatever whatever other. Rip off bikey gangs what do you we have think, in Australia. What do you think they made of? We got the Hell's Angels here, I think. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we have a um, What do you think they made of Toe Cutter's performance? Of the, the Hell's Angels. I think they probably separated them. <laughs> like they had everybody plug their ears so they wouldn't get a little mad goose at him and kill him. Did you enjoy the eye bulging effects? That only happens once. It happens right? twice. It happens near the start as well. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't see this. Yeah. I remember. It's the scene where. Toe cutter is about to get hit by a truck. Yes, and his eyes bulge out. Could I show you something? Yes, is it an eye bulging gif? Uh, in the um the front of the truck, they put on a metal plate. I know where this is going to go. And yes. painted it to look like the front of a truck. Right, but it looks like they've painted the front of a truck. Yeah, <laughs> to look like the it looks like a prop from a school production. Yeah, no, it really you does. See what yeah, I mean? Because the truck driver apparently didn't want to smash up his truck. Understandably, so is, so is, that, is that just a truck driver? They like flag yeah, they down just on got, the street, <laughs> presumably. The street. But you can also see it from this angle. You can see it sticking out from. Oh, fantastic! So it's just like a plate they've put on the uh-huh. front. Yeah. I mean, look, I couldn't make this now. Like, well, nobody could make this now for <laughs> incredible. It's been made. Of, well, it's been made one, but for also it's all sorts of incredible health, occupational health and safety reasons, sure, you could not yeah, possibly good, do that. Good yeah. point. And all sorts of legal reasons. I guess what I'm saying is I couldn't make something this good. Oh, okay. No, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I absolutely could. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying I'm agreeing with you. You could not do that. <laughs> could. Yeah. You know, the time or the talent. Yeah. But also, you know how this movie inspired Saw. Oh, I get it. Get I it. did not know that, but... Yeah. Because it, right at the end, mm. uh, Max gets super mad. He gets as mad as he's going to get. and he <laughs> Which hand- is still quite reasonable. Yeah, he seems quite reasonable because he didn't just shoot the guy. He, he came yeah. up with a plan. And he handcuffs him to the like car, car that's on yep. fire. Yep. And, and he like, sets a little trap. Mm. Like he makes it so the he- hubcap fills or a headlight fills with fuel. And once that fills, it goes down and hits a lighter and then the guy explodes. Right. And he's like, well, you can't cut through the... The handcuffs. That's heist tensile steel, mate. Heist he tensile steel. Heist tensile steel. All right. Uh, and he gives, so because he gives him a hacksaw. And he's he goes, like, well, you cut 10 minutes to cut through the chain, five minutes to cut through, through your leg. leg. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And or, that inspired saw. That's yeah. interesting. Or arm, whatever he handcuffs him to. I think it's ankle. Remember. Yeah. And the guy doesn't survive. Hmm. Um, and the guy's like, you're mad, mate. You're bloody mad. <laughs> Max. And he's like, I guess I am. You're At bloody the end of the mad, day. goose. <laughs> I am mad, goose. <laughs> I've gotten so mad goose here. And then he just wanders off, yeah. which is how all these film end, films end. He just yeah. wanders off. Yeah. He limps off, really. Yeah, he gets in his car. And... It's an int- there's some interesting continuity between all the Mad Max movies. Mm. His injuries? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Because he, he, he spends all of Mad Max 2 with a leg brace yeah. on. Which I guess if you've never seen the first one, yeah. if you just start with Road Warriors, a lot of people did. Yeah. You'd be always looking for an explanation of some sort of flashback as yeah, to why yeah. he. But I think that still that. works regardless. Yeah, no, I does, like yeah. stuff like that where they yeah, don't yeah. explain mm-hmm, yeah. whatever, even though they do clearly explain it. Right, right, right. But just before we move on to Road Warrior, though, yeah. On a scale of one to ten, how mad does he get? Both angry and crazy. I think I'm going to say he's consistently like a nine in terms of crazy. Okay. 
just no. You, you see what I'm saying though? Like the fact that he doesn't get mad even when he's faced with these insane. Like he doesn't oh, get angry when he's crazy. Faced, yeah, that in itself is crazy. I don't think that was the intent though. No, but st- <laughs> well, I'm 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 building it in. I'm building it in because otherwise it makes no sense. Yeah. Right. The, this movie did not make any sense. <laughs> Like on any kind of emotional level or narrative level, unless you assume that the main protagonist, Mad Max, is is literally insane mad. Yeah. Like the whole time, he just keeps it quiet. Yeah. And it's in there all the time, and he's just contemplating eating people's faces like all the time. But he keeps it in. He keeps it in because he's like, I'm a cop. On the edge. On the edge. But not not really. No. <laughs> or I am. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but in terms of Mad Mad, he gets to. A, I reckon he gets to about a four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because he's quite controlled. Yeah, yeah. And he's, yeah. It's very calculated. Hmm. Like, he should have kicked him in the face a lot and then done the trap. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway, do you want to talk Road Warrior? Let's talk about Road Warrior. It's the best one? It's the best one, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. by a long shot. Yes. The, I think my assumption is that Fury Road is going to take the most number of cues from... Yeah. Based on the trailers. Based on the truck. Based on the truck. <laughs> yeah. Based on flamethrowers like coming out of school villain, buses. The villain, yeah. Yeah. That it it looks like it's because this is the one most people remember. Yeah, I would say Thunderdome as well. Like the first forty minutes of Thunderdome, we'll right. talk. We'll get to that. Okay, cool. Yeah, but um, yeah, it, like you said, though, it wasn't known as a sequel, though, was it? No, in, overseas mm. in particular. But it works on its own. Absolutely, Definitely. it does. Yeah, yeah. So he just kind of shows up at the start. Yep. And he's just been wandering, and things have got progressively worse. I think in between, society has completely collapsed. So this is, at this point, we've run out of fuel. There hasn't yes. is there, there hasn't been a nuclear apocalypse. Not yet. That does that happen. That happens though. in three. Okay. <laughs> Somehow. Okay, sure. But I don't even understand. I don't buy the timeline. If I'm, if I'm, well, if do you I'm know what the timeline you. is, though? Yes. It's something like year 2000 Mad Max, 2003 Road Warrior, 2018 Thunderdome. Oh, well, that, makes, that makes much more sense. I mean, not are in they, terms those... of how much he's aged. Right, no, exactly. <laughs> so are those numbers... Because I don't recall those happening. They, I don't think they mention it specifically. In the movies, I mean, they okay. may. Mm. I, I don't know. Because uh-huh. normally you think at the start of these things, there's a lot of the time they'd be like, it's the year 2003. And there'll be like a wall of text. Oh, sure, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Anyway. And everybody's using futuristic fax machines and whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically, he's like a scavenger. Like he's just surviving. He's got his he's got his um car from the first one. Right, yeah. And it's got a name and I can't remember what it's called. The indicator or the eradicator or something. The interceptor. Interceptor, sure. Maybe, yeah. Good enough. Yep. <laughs> um, but again, he's not that mad. No. He's just kind of surviving. Yeah. He's just after fuel and water or whatever. And a pilot ambushes him, or somebody ambushes him and takes all his shit. The guy in the little gyrocopter. Yeah. Yeah, Bruce Spence. Bruce, who also plays a pilot in the third one. Yep. But they're different characters. They're different pilots. Oh, that's right. Yes, you're right. Why? I don't know. <laughs> what are you looking up there? Just the, all kinds of stuff. Uh, the, yeah. The plot? Yeah, the plot. But basically, so he comes across these these people who are former oil company employees, and they've made this little... Oh, is that what they are? That's what they are. I thought are. they were a re- religious cult. Oh, probably. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're probably oil company employees that... They were hired based on a weird religious belief they had. You're probably right, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so they, they've they got a tanker full of oil or about that of fuel. They've got about that much. Uh-huh. And he wants some for it just so he can keep living his life. Yeah. But then humongous and his he wants, crew... He wants five litres of diesel. <laughs> it's a bi-octane fuel. That's what he says. Does he? Yeah. Great. He has 16 lines in that movie as well. 
Mel Gibson. That makes a lot of sense. It yeah. does. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because they had to cut out all his racism. But, <laughs> but, and so he kind of reluctantly then agrees to kind of help them mm. get the fuel away from these guys who were going to use it for bad things. And Humongous is like... Probably just shooting fire out of a school mostly. bus. There's a lot of I don't that. Think an actual flame- sc- I don't think there's an actual flamethrower in a school bus at any point in any of the Mad Max. In Fury Road, I think there is. Good. Yeah. Good, finally. Leave the fuel and I will spare your lives. Do you remember that bit? Yeah. It's pretty good. Well, he was originally going to be Goose. See, there we go. Because he makes... has Goose's gun and yep. he's all burnt. Makes no sense because that dude's like eight foot ten and <laughs> Goose is like five foot nine And he's or whatever. completely, like, he has completely pristine. Yeah, he's like head is burnt, <laughs> right. but his body isn't. Uh-huh. Well, because in the original Mad Max, the villains were actually just going to capture Goose and stick his head in an oven. <laughs> <laughs> Cooked Goose, mate. Cooked Goose, precisely. <laughs> yeah. So then that happens. So that was so that was maybe an early version of the script, or yeah. do you think they changed it on the fly? I think they probably changed it because they were like, nobody knows, nobody's saying this. Right. I'm assuming because I, then I there have to know. be a reveal at the end. He takes the mask off, and it's TV Steve Bisley, <laughs> and Mad Max would be like, "Oh, it's Goose, it's Mad Goose," and then the audience would be like, "What? I don't." Remember. Yeah, because you'd have to you'd have to build in a backstory. You'd have to. Yeah. Cut but you out. could do that, though. Yeah, you could, yeah. Yeah. But it wouldn't have... Again, if you'd not seen the first one, it wouldn't have any resonance. Yeah. Like, he's a character we've introduced in the first five minutes. Yeah. In a, in a flashback, now he's the bad guy. You'd be like, who cares? Can you imagine Steve Bisley in that, like, metal underwear? And yes. Like, <laughs> a hockey mask? Yes. <laughs> so, there's a dog boy in it. Oh, the feral kid, sure. <laughs> yeah. Who's got a boomerang? And he you boom- know what? We didn't even really talk about the the car stuff in the okay, first Mad sure, Max. car stuff. It was really good. Yeah, given okay. how much, given how much, given the limitations yeah. and and whatever. Yeah, I completely but agree. When you see two cars crash into each other or whatever, yeah. you're like, that's astounding. Nobody died. <laughs> anyway, back to Mad Max Two. That's all you wanted to that's say. That's all I wanted to say. Really, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to remember. Like, I would watch it if only for skim it. If only for the if you've never seen it, just yeah. for the just for the car. But it's, stuff. I feel like it's also it's like. When you go back and watch Bullet, because Bullet's got an amazing car chase. Yeah. But it's not very good, is it? You know what, though? Did we talk about this in the podcast? Maybe we didn't. Maybe. But I wa- the first time I watched the movie Bullet with Steve McQueen, yeah. people were like, oh my God, it's the amazing car chase with the amazing car or whatever. And I, w- I watched it and I'm like, oh yeah, it's back and forth and it's they keep reusing yeah. footage again and <laughs> yeah. the car keeps losing that same hubcap over again. And it's, <laughs> it's pretty good at whatever. But then I saw it at the Aster, which is the big... Oh, sort yeah. of Art Deco cinema in Melbourne yeah, yeah. on the huge screen with yeah. an audience. I'm like, it's amazing. Oh, really? Like a big okay. screen, All it right. really, really comes across. It really comes. That so hub calf just rolls yeah, right into just, your life. Just oh, yeah, absolutely. So anyway, what I'm times. saying is all our listeners go to the Asta, wait till they have a screening of Mad Max and then watch it. I think you be... recommend that for all old movies. I do, yeah. Like, don't watch them at home by yourself because you'll just turn them off. Yeah, absolutely. Because there's so much other stuff to do. Exactly. Yeah. Mad Max 2, best villain? Best villain yeah, and definitely. best sub-villain. Wes? Sub-villain, the, the Mohawk, Mohawk man. man. yeah. And he's got like an effeminate kind of partner. Okay, here's the thing about is that? that. Here's something I learned about that. Yeah. Is, um, like I'm like, that's very progressive, but is that not what it is? It's not progressive because it's a deleted scene. Or it's a deleted scene from... Are they brothers or something? No, they're... Uh, there's is that a... Goose? No, no, stop it. <laughs> so that guy, Wes, yeah. and I can't remember the actor's name, but he was also Bennett in Commando. Same guy. Let off some steam, Bennett. Correct. I know him. Okay, so anyway, that's the most mismatched fight in movie yeah. history. By so anyway, the way. I saw a, it's a it's a clip. It's it's probably in print as well, but like somebody asked him at a convention. Yeah. 
what's the deal? Were they a couple kind yeah. of thing? And he's like, no, Wes rescued that... Because, you know, the timelines are weird. Boy, Wes rescued that kid from, like, gang members. The dog boy. No, the... He oh, res- he the... He rescued the, the, the yeah. one who we assume is his partner. Yeah. As a child, like, when he was, like, four years old from yeah. gang members. And now he's, like, the surrogate father-son kind of situation. Oh, so okay. when they don't... When the... This, the... The, the dog guy. boy hits him in the face with a sharp boomerang. Yeah, and he and dies, him. right? Yeah. And, and Wes is super annoyed at that. Yeah. He's a little bit mad goose about the whole situation. <laughs> he goes on a bloody fury road about the whole thing. But that's because it's like that's his son. Oh, okay. Well, that makes I a lot of sense. So. But that's, I don't know. Th- I mean, it still makes sense the other way. <laughs> yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> Regardless. There's a lot of, when you go back and you watch a movie from like the 80s, mm. there's always... Especially the early 80s. Yeah. There's like... I don't know if they do it... De- I'm sh- they probably don't do it deliberately. Like, they all seem like nice people or whatever. Yeah. But there's always this ingrained subtext of, like, if you're gay, it's bad. And <laughs> okay. we can make jokes about it and it's fine kind of thing. Yeah, okay, Like, if sure. you've seen the first Highlander movie... Yeah, yeah. There's a scene where uh, Connor McLeod is being interviewed by, like, the cops about yeah. something or other. And, you know, somebody being murdered or whatever. Yeah. And a guy's like, oh, yeah, so you, are you, oh, you're an antiques dealer, how huh? you, Connor McLeod? Are you, you little, you a fairy, you gay or whatever? And Connor McLeod's like, why? You want a date? You want to go on a date? And the guy's like, I'll kill you! I'll kill you! <laughs> like, he gets so enraged. Like, like, it's just this. It's the worst thing you could be in the, the 80s. It's the worst thing, yeah, in the 80s, yeah. And it's so, like, in, yeah, it's so, there's always that weird subtext or just overt. Yeah. Somebody getting incredibly enraged. But anyway, uh, yeah, good villain, good subvillain. Yeah. Um, Leave the fuel. Sorry. Oh, yeah, it's pretty good. Oh, Fer- you were talking about the feral kid with the boomerang. Yeah, who turns out to be the narrator because he yeah. takes these people out or they leave at the end and they go set up another society. That's right. So what happens if you haven't seen, I guess we're spoiling these. <laughs> He he steals a tanker yep. after they wreck him and his car. Yes. And they you know how he's, he busts up his eye? In the next yep. one he's got a really big dilated pupil. Huh. Cuz but he doesn't have the leg brace anymore. Well, in the 15 years after. He's been doing stretches. He probably was probably yeah, he's doing his rehab. And you know how he's also That missing- being said, I twisted this ankle once and it still clicks when I move it. It's like 5 years. So, <laughs> well, we'll give it another 10. We'll, okay, see, yeah. we'll see where yeah. you're at. Good point. And you know how he's missing a sleeve in uh, that movie as well. Yes. Because he got his arm run oh, he over. finds the sleeve. No. In three, he finds... Finally. Fury, in Fury Road, he finally finds the sleeve. That's his quest, <laughs> is to have a complete leather jacket. But it's 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 kind of like, because with trauma patients... Yep. You know, he got his arm run, run over. Oh, yeah. They would just cut it off him. That's right, yeah. So, it's stuff like that, which is... Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Which is nice. I love that outfit. I mean, not though. all the movie makes perfect sense. But... Certainly not. Yeah. <laughs> it's the one that makes the most sense. Yeah, def- definitely. That boomerang's... Bloody all over the place, isn't it? Yeah. So, at the end, Max uh, t- t- takes the tanker out. Yep. And and they all chase him because they think the fuel's in it. And he kills, like, Humongous and Hawkman or whatever. Hawk- uh-huh. yeah. What's his name? Wes. Wes. And then... Wes Hawkman. Yeah, it, it crashes and it's filled with sand. Yep. And it turns out the the that colony have taken out the fuel in, like, little containers in smaller things. Uh-huh, they've sure. gone in a different direction. Thimbles. Yes. And then he just walks away again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just into the desert. And that's that's that, I guess. Okay, so rate his level of madness. Craziness? Yes. Even lower than the first one. Yeah, I'd say he's less crazy. He's very one. indifferent. Yeah. And he doesn't even get that mad. Mm. Now, so somebody, uh, I was reading somewhere like the... Two. Level of madness. Yes. Yeah, good. good. <laughs> just, just generally for both? Both, yeah. Two, okay, that's pretty good. This is... 
like this is his crossroads of okay. whether he go whether he gets real mad or not because he could either because he's the bystander in this situation. Yeah, he doesn't. He just wants a one tank of gas. Yeah, exactly. So, he saves a guy, doesn't he, or something? Yeah, and, but and it's sort of a, deal. it's sort of a case of will he? You know, he's at this crossroads. Will he join civilization and help these people? Oh, the okay. Actually, or will he succumb to his fury road? Yeah, and will he go the way of the goose? Will he go the way of the goose and become, uh, you know, a crazy gang member? Yeah, and he does. He leaves. Yeah, he leaves again. He chooses neither. Mm. Yeah, and he just walks off. I don't know how he survives. The guy's got some real issues, man. Maybe he is crazy. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So that's the end of that movie. Oh. I think if you're going to watch one, watch that one. Yes, because that's. That's what this is. Yeah, that's what that's Fury Road is going to be. That yeah. essentially is going to be a better version of that. Hopefully. We've talked about uh, what movie makers these days are good at, and film TV makers are good at mm. is getting to like the core of what people enjoyed about a, like a franchise, yeah. and then sort of saturating it all together in one thing, like, like Doctor, Birds of Prey. Like Birds of Prey, thank you. <laughs> but as an actual example, like Doctor Who, <laughs> yeah. like yeah, they. I'm not necessarily a huge fan of them, but you know they've they've gotten you know the big concepts and the yep. you know the the fun characters and the yeah. banter between the Doctor and the companions exactly. and etc. and whatever and they've put it all together. They've whittled it down. They've whittled it down. Yeah, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. But and I think Fury Road's going to be something like that. Like it's you have a memory of how of Mad yeah. Max and like the crazy action and the apocalyptic stuff and you know Max being the stoic character and I think that's what it's going to be. Yep. Yep. But he could be—he could stand to be a bit bloody madder, though. I'll tell you what. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Beyond Thunderdome three. Fifteen years later. Fifteen years later. This is. There was a nuclear war in between. Yeah, it's it's weird, and we'll get to it in a second. But it, the, this—I don't know if the timeline works it because doesn't... later in the later in the movie, he's talking to a whole bunch of kids. Yeah, and he has to explain to them. That they used to be cities. Yes. And like he's saying it like it's this incredible legend, but yeah. it was only 15 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Anyway, so this movie is, it's the return of the Jedi of this tr- of this yes. franchise. It's the, uh, let's see, it's the Robocop 3 of this franchise. Yep. It's the Die Hard 4 of this franchise, <laughs> if I may. It's all of those things. Okay, fair. Well, it is a PG-13 and the other two are R. Yeah, it's weird. It's, yeah. It's weird that it starts out that he's riding a camel. Yeah. Or he's got a he's got a little cart and he's got a camel. <laughs> yeah. And that doesn't that guy fly in and just the pilot, yes. the gyrocopter, uh, whatever, whatever. I, if one he flies a plane, one he flies a gyrocopter. I can't right, remember which yeah. one's which. And he just drops and knocks him off his thing, does he? And steals all his stuff or oh, something? Oh, yeah. Is uh-huh. that right? I can't remember. Because I remember when he, <laughs> anyway, he turns up to Barter Town, yep. which is run by Tina Turner sure. and Angry Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> is that really Angry Anderson? Angry Anderson, yeah, he's uh-huh. the he's the he's got the big thing on his head. Oh, it is yeah, Angry Anderson. That is right, Angry yeah. Anderson. Uh-huh. The other guy's Master Blaster, which we we'll, we'll talk about. Yep. Or oh, the other two guys. And uh, for non-Australian listeners, we have an Australian person musician slash personality, and his name's Angry Anderson. <laughs> he's not that angry. He's not that angry. <laughs> he's really not as a, as a man. Yeah. He's not that angry. He's yeah. quite reasonable. Yeah. And he most famously here we go. <laughs> Look up this on YouTube. I know what's coming. <laughs> what, what was it? He sung. What song was it? Oh, I can't remember. 
He sung at the, uh, uh, a massive Australian sporting event is the AFL Grand Final. In 1992, he sung Bound for Glory there we go. in front of 100,000 people after he rolled out in a blue version of the Batmobile. Yep. It was 92, so it was right around Batman Returns. Yep. And he sung probably the worst rendition of that song, yeah. which isn't a great song to begin with. <laughs> and there was just laughter. And it still goes down as one of the greatest shaves in Australian sporting history. So anyway, find that on YouTube. It's amazing. Just Google, just go to YouTube and look up Angry Anderson Grand Final. It'll yeah. be there. It'll be the top result. If you learn nothing from this podcast and you won't learn anything from this podcast, it's find that because it's great. It's so good. Mm. So yeah. But also there's like irradiated water. Yeah, okay. And he's got yeah. one of those... He's got a Geiger counter, yeah. Geiger counter, uh-huh. someone, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. He's got long hair and he's wearing like a sack. Right, so, yeah, he does. So th- so this this movie is Return of the Jedi in that it's... Kids and shit. I, it's got the weird kids. Yeah. It's Robocop 3 insofar as it's... they've they They're like, well, this is one last gasp for, yeah. for making a profit, so let's broaden it out and we'll yeah. make it... Uh, you know, as palatable as possible to everybody yep. and in the end sort of alienate everyone. But it's Die Hard 4 in that he is transformed from a regular guy yes. into like a, like a zen ninja Amazing reflexes. Man. Yeah. And, yeah, you're Like there's a scene right. where he's in, a, he's in an office, I think. Yeah. You know, what, whatever passes for an office. And he can like sense when somebody's about to attack yep. him. And he grabs like a tray of fruit off the <laughs> off the desk and he just hurls it behind him and hits the guy in the head with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, he's had 15 years in the desert. I guess that'll... Oh, that'll sharpen your reflexes. Yeah. Like that blind guy in Book of Eli. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Denzel Washington, he's blind. No one's watching I've seen that. it. Nobody yeah. even remembers that exists. That's very Mad Max actually, isn't it? Yeah, it was a bit. Yeah. Maybe watch that instead. Nope. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't go back. So anyway, they make him... Tina Turner says, listen, there's a guy, Master Blaster runs the fuel in this city, yeah. uh-huh. which is basically a man, a, a, a dwarf who sits on top of a giant. Yes. And they, Master and Blaster. Master and Blaster. And they use pig shit to fuel everything. That's right. Yeah. And so she doesn't like how he's got all the power because we're running the city. Mm. So she strikes a deal with Max to defeat Blaster in the Thunderdome. In the Thunderdome. Correct. Which is basically a giant spherical cave, cage, or half half of, semicircle. Uh Sure. And you're attached to like bungee cables (laughs) and you bounce around and try and kill each other. Yes. What part of that are you not on board with? (laughs) I'm okay with all of that. Uh Up to the bit where we'll talk about. Yeah, so basically he defeats Blaster, Blaster and it turns out that he's disabled. He has Down syndrome. Yeah. Mm. So he refuses to kill him. Yes. And then Tina Turner's like, you're reneged on the deal. You get gulag. No, you get the wheel. You get goulash. Yes. <laughs> a delicious bowl because you've got moxie. Mm-hmm. And so they bring out this giant wheel and sp- make him spin it. And it's like got all the things like, you know, like you lose a limb or yep. you're set free or whatever. Spiders up your butt. <laughs> Spiders up your butt. <laughs> and he gets gulag, yep. which is basically... We're going to put you backwards on a horse with a big paper mache head on you, like, yes. like from the movie Frag, and just send you out into the desert. Yep. That's Gulag, apparently. Uh, sure. How they settled on that specific word well, and I, punishment, yeah, it's, I do it's not very, know. It is, and it's, you would think that Gulag, a lot of the time, would end with like the horse falling over like 100 metres from the gate, <laughs> and then just getting like the mask comes off, and they're like, well, bye, and then just walking away. But apparently not. 
He ends up in the bloody desert. <laughs> and he meets a whole bunch of a whole bunch of kids. Well, this movie, though, George Miller was going to make it like a futuristic uh, Lord of the Flies movie. Okay. And then he's like, oh, I'll just make it a Mad Max movie. So he did. Huh. But also, as I said, the producer on these movies, Byron Kennedy, not the name I've written here because I wouldn't forget, he <laughs> died in a in a aerial accident, helicopter or plane. Uh-huh. And George Miller was like, I don't really have, my heart's not in this. Okay. So he only directed the action scenes. And this other director who did Blue Healers and such directed <laughs> all the other stuff. Okay. That makes sense, right? It really, now, now that I think about it, it makes a lot of sense. It's like a movie and a half. Really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying is the first 40 minutes, 45 minutes until he gets gulagged is solid. Right. In so much it's kind of fits with the world. Yeah. And then afterwards it's just nonsense. Yeah. Bore so. Boring nonsense. It's boring nonsense. Before right. it was nonsense. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? Even the action, se- even the, the action sequences are boring. Yeah. The final chase. It's a train. Is that right? Yeah. Because I think, yeah. But it's like, I don't know, we've, you know, we, we've talked about like you watch the A-Team or whatever yeah. and they absolutely go out. There's so much shooting and, mm. you know, car chases or whatever, but they absolutely go out of their way yeah. to show that nobody gets hurt. Yeah. Like the A-Team will, you know, knock a, a, the bad guy's car off a bridge or whatever and it'll fall into a ditch and there's a voiceover where they're like, are you okay? And the guy, other guy's like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> you know, so we know that they're totally, yeah, yeah. nobody's been hurt. That's what the last action sequence yeah. in Mad Max 3 feels like. Because the kids, it gets to that point because the kids think he's the pilot who left them there yes. and all the adults. But because he looks like him and right. they cut his hair or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And now of this weird future speak, which I do not care for. Do you remember? They yeah, have like all, yeah. other words for things and whatever. And they think they take him to the plane, which is now covered in like 15 years of sand. They're like, let's go. And he's like, I'm not... A pilot, and if I was that, you're an that idiot. Would fly, yeah. yeah, and but then they leave. Some of them leave to find civilization. He goes after them, and they encounter Tina Turner's men and whatever. And then right, they right. have a they have a Thunderdome. They, they sure don't do. have a Thunderdome. They have they a just, Fury Road. They have a Fury Road, and yeah, and then it just kind of ends. Correct. And Tina Turner's like, "I respect you," and then he walks away as he always he boy does. Boy, does he? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not very good. It sure isn't. <laughs> uh how mad is he? Uh, I don't think he's ever mad. <laughs> I mean, he's crazy, <laughs> but who wouldn't be crazy in this environment? But I, yeah. he's never he's never angry. Yeah. In fact, he's super calm the whole time, yeah. now that I think about zen, it. Zen, like you said. Yeah, he's a zen, zen weirdo now. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, so I guess out of these three, what yep. would you recommend people watch? The second one. The and that's all? That's it, yeah. Yep. And even then, don't go in thinking it's going to be this amazing... It's from 1981, and you've got to bear yeah, that in mind. Correct. It had a budget of like 4.5 million or something. Okay. And I think it's good. I, I like. I genuinely like it. But yeah, yeah. I don't. Also, I don't think you. If you've listened to this, you probably don't need to watch them in preparation for Fury Road. No. Or I anything. Think- even if you didn't listen to this. Right. Even if you just tuned in now. Right. If your policy is to <laughs> download this and then move the needle to like however far we're in. Well, whatever we are in. What are we in? Oh, yeah. Just under an hour. It's pretty good, isn't it? Sure is. Oh, you know what we neglected to mention? What's that? The Thunderdome song. Oh, sure. <laughs> we, we don't, don't need, need another, another hero, hero. Tina sure. Turner. Uh-huh. Which I realized only recently that... Like, because it's played on, like, your golden oldies yeah. kind of radio stations that 
she had to shoehorn in the Thunderdome yeah. reference in there, so it's so it's sort of snuck in right they at the really end of the chorus. Get it in there, sort of they? whispers it in there. Yeah, it's great. She's in a futuristic kind of oh yeah get up and whatever. Mm-hmm. Also, Tupac song song California Love was filmed in the Thunderdome. If you watch that. The video clip, sure. video clip. It's all very Mad Max. It is a bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that, I think it was the actual Thunderdome, though. Like the actual set. Like the real-life Thunderdome. Yeah. Where they, yeah, okay. They bounce about. Oh, yes. I still stand by that Thunderdome scene. I think <laughs> okay. it's, like, it's mad and futuristic enough, uh-huh. like, that it would be something ridiculous. Do you want to talk about Mad Max 4, though, that was sort of nearly made before I, they did I've this I've not one? heard about this, but let's go. So, basically, in the mid-90s... Oh, yes. a quick letter here from Sam. Hey, guys, in preparation for your Mad Max episode, I decided to watch all three of the films. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> While watching the first one, I noticed that it isn't very good. It isn't terrible... <laughs> but it feels like it jumps around and all the scenes are barely connected. I also found the dialogue boring. I was just wondering if you guys believe that Mad Max is the classic, like people hail it to be. Thanks, Sam. No. <laughs> it's Mad Max 2. The best one. Yeah, that's a fairly accurate summary. And, yeah, it's, totally. And reaction to, mm. to yeah. the first Mad Max movie. Again, I think it's an amazing achievement, blah, blah, blah. Mm. All right, so Mad Max... And apparently a lot of the extras are just paid in beer. <laughs> yeah, really? Mad Max 1. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know what else? Thunderdome is the worst one because it should be better. It's got the biggest budget. Mel Gibson's a biggest star. Yep. Like, it's clearly got the biggest budget. Like, you can... It's very noticeable. They had a lot of years to kind of get it right. Mm-hmm. And it's just nothing. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> but anyway, Mad Max 4. George Miller was like, I'm done with Mad Max. He's, okay. He's been mad enough, which yeah, sure. I disagree with. Uh-huh. He's but- maxed out. <laughs> Two X's. Three X's. That's how done he was. And he had this idea in the mid-90s where, you know, every time there's something at stake, like it's either fuel or... Oh, it's always fuel, is it? I don't know. No, well, it's it's fuel in the first two and, and- then it's water. Wait, oh, yeah. Or is it water in the next one? I don't know. No, it's water in the next one. No, this one is about water and slaves. Like, hu- oh, it's like humans are the commodity. Okay, right, right, right. Um, so he came, he came, he thought that was a great idea, but then he quickly like dismissed it. He's like, I don't oh. want to make another bloody Mad Max movie. Right, right. But then it kind of, it kind of creeped up on him or whatever. In like the early 2000s, like Mel Gibson was going to do it, but he also, he was kind of reluctant because he was getting older and more yep. racist. And, and then all that thing kind of happened where he had that massive public blowout and then it settled down. Then he had uh-huh. another massive public yeah. blowout. Yeah. And at one point they were like, oh, we'll animate it. Interesting. Uh, I'm assuming computer-ish. I don't, I don't know how, like, when I think like... They were going to do a video game? They are doing that. Well, no, no, they actually did one. Uh, they were going to do it. The license fell through, so they released it as Outlander. Oh, I played it, it. It's no good. <laughs> I finished it. When did it come why. out? Uh, let me check. It was on the Super Nintendo. Oh. So, what is it? Like a. 1992, side it came oh, out. Jeez. Yeah. Side scroller? It's part driving, part side scroller. So it's like a third person driving. Yep. He, he was the only novelty, right? You'd be driving, you'd be mm. driving along, third person driving, right? And then, like, maybe a guy, you know, people would be attacking you from all sides, whatever. Yeah. And maybe a guy in a motorcycle had come up on your left. Mm. What would happen is you'd get a little picture-in-picture box yeah. on the left of, like, the car window. And you're looking out. And you could uh. shot him. You could bloody shotgun him <laughs> through the window. It was the best. That I played it solely for that novelty. And then you'd get out of the bike. And you'd sort of side scroll through a town, yeah. and shoot people. And, okay, I think we should play that at some point. Okay, even though it's not the officially Mad Max video game, because there's a new one coming out. Interesting. And we'll talk about that a bit because okay, I got a cool. letter about it. Uh-huh. Um, 
so yeah, they made like there was a fan film from like 2011, which is apparently quite good. I can't okay. remember. I haven't seen it. And Heath Ledger was rumored for the role before he died. I guess they could just go to Ballarat and film it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly the same. Because a lot of it as well, one and two, there's not a lot of desert, really. Not at all, no. It's like a lot of shrubbery. There's so much shrubbery. Yeah. yeah. Um, Michael Bean was talked okay. about as well. He'd be a good Mad Max, actually. Mm. And um, Jeremy Renner also apparently wanted it, wanted the role. That could work, sure. Yeah, totally. Uh-huh. I, I saw a picture of him, I include this in the video, in his Hansel and Gretel outfit. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of Mad Maxy. Okay, kind sure. of that ridiculous kind of shit. This has been a long time coming, Fury Road. 30 years. No, but I mean, like we we saw the first like still of Tom Hardy and like oh, Man ages ago. ages years ago. Well, the, yeah. the trailer came out. I think the first trailer came out like last July. Right, right. But also they planned to film it in Australia uh-huh. in the early two thousands because the American the Australian dollar was really strong, so it would have made a lot of sense and uh-huh. something. I can't remember for whatever reason. And also they were going to film it a few years ago in the Australian outback, and then it flooded. Oh Lex, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, uh-huh. so this this one isn't filmed in Australia. It's filmed in like Namibia or some shit. Okay. Some balls country. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's lovely. Mm. It's plenty deserty, and that's what I want to say. That's right. Also, a, a guy called uh, Tyrionis is worried that George Miller. He's been doing thir- kids movies for like thirty years. Great kids movies, Babe. Yep. Can't think of any other ones. Babe Two, Pig in the City. He didn't okay. direct Babe. Happy Feet. Happy Feet Two. Oh yeah. I don't like the Happy Feet movies. I haven't seen them. They just they're okay. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'm just saying there's a reason why they're not thought of as Toy Story. Right. Well, maybe that's because his passion lies in driving stuff through deserts and shrubberies and blowing stuff up. I hope and so. flamethrowers inside school buses, <laughs> flamethrower and everything. Charlize Theron with weird eye makeup. Yes. Just shooting people. I agree. Flamethrowering. Yeah. Great. Max isn't so much a hero, is he? Well, he's, I don't even, a, he's mostly a bystander. Yeah, they don't need another hero. That's established. <laughs> that's very much established, sure. But yeah, he's Don't more just kind know. of... He's a man trying to survive. Yeah. <laughs> like that's... He's a scavenger, really. Pretty much, yeah. Which is his best and worst haircut? I kind of like the Thunderdome haircut. Like the pre-haircut <laughs> Thunderdome. I reckon his, his, his first haircut, the first movie, is the worst. The crew. It's that, the it's crew that cut, weird. Yeah. But it's not even... Like the, the ear bit's too high. Right. <laughs> Do you right. know what I mean? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Anyway. anyway. No, I guess Mad Max. We're looking forward to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about it next week. When we see it. Yeah. Do you want to do what we read in? Yeah, actually, you know what? I'm going to be reading. Oh, hey, yeah. we got to do the theme song first. Oh, sorry. Okay. I say, what we read in, and you yeah. say, what we going to read. I'm doing the theme. What are we reading today? Go on. Give me a second, I'm just going to bring it up. All right, what well, do you want me to talk about? I want to read. Yeah, what are you going to read? I've been trying to see Ex Machina. Yeah, okay. It's supposedly out here, but it's playing nowhere near I live. I even read a review in, like, The Herald Sun, uh-huh. which is a paper I don't normally read because it's bullshit. Sure. <laughs> but, and they're like, you should go see this. This is great. Four and a half stars. If it's in The Herald Sun, you'd think it'd be in a cinema. Yes. Uh, Am I, I wrong? agree with you. No, I can't correct. see this movie. I've been wanting to see it for like a year. It's not anywhere. I can't. It's not on Pirate Bay. Have you thought about not seeing it? I have not thought about that. You should maybe consider that because oh, it I might guess. be your only option at this point is to not see I'm that bloody, movie. I'm bloody. I'm getting all mad goose about you're it. Maybe you're right. So mad goose. <laughs> I should let it just, go. Just let it go. You'll end up on a bloody fury road. And you know, <laughs> you know where that ends at a thunderdome. <laughs> correct. Yeah. <laughs> 
what I'm going to watch is actually on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, and I thought about it, but I haven't, I've heard about it and it's apparently very good, but I haven't watched it. It's Go called on. Not Quite Hollywood. It's uh, like a documentary about the Ozploitation films of the 70s and 80s. Okay. Like all the low budget, weird Australian films, like our own little. I can't think of any. No, exactly. See, that's why I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I did watch a movie this week, though. What'd you Let watch? me just screw the cup on this water that I was oh, drinking. Yes. Um, it's called Still Alice. Okay. It's got Julianne Moore and um, what's his name? It's got a giant head. Steve Bisley. <laughs> I wish. Alec Baldwin. Oh, yes. Does have a giant head. Does have a giant he looks head. looks like a Lego man. Mm. He has the proportions of a Lego man. Mm. And it's about uh, Julianne Moore's like this um, this kind of professor of linguistics and at the age of 50, she develops early onset Alzheimer's. Uh-huh. And it just goes through kind of her decline and journey and whatever. It's really sad and it's really good. Uh, it's good. Great. It's not really a comic book thing. No. Do they use like Lord of the Rings, like perspective technology to make Alec Baldwin's head seem smaller than it is? Or is <laughs> no, it I don't just think looming there with his giant head? <laughs> it's mostly looming. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Look, it's, uh, it's not like a big fun time, but it's, okay, a, it's sure. a really good movie. Yeah, so excellent. That's what I read. All right. I mean, watched. Should we go through letters, I guess? Yeah, let's do letters. I right. love letters. This is from Michael from the States. Are you doing nicknames? Oh. Um, <laughs> do you, I'll jump it away. I'll read it. Then you could. Yankee Michael. <laughs> the only one. Gem Grabbers. When the new Mad Max video game premiered last year, a lot of people were uh, yelling and strife came about due to Max's lack of an Aussie accent. The game developers then hired a new actor and changed it. Do you remember that? I do remember that, yeah. 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 Uh, that's fair. Because he's supposed to be Australian, mate. Right? Yes. It'd be like making James Bond Sean Connery. No, yeah, not like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah, exactly. I can understand. I don't care, to be honest. Right, right, right. I can understand why people are upset. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, now the new Mad Max movie is Isn't almost... Isn't definitively said it's set in Australia? Yeah. Oh, not, it is. Well, it's, it's obviously set in Australia because yeah. everybody's got Australian I don't know accent, if anybody says But does anybody it. says this, this is bloody Australia, yeah. mate? I don't know. I think you see a sign for Ararat. Oh, well, then, yeah. Okay. <laughs> And now the new Mad Max movie is almost here. And hello, no Aussie actor in the lead role again, unless I missed it. There is definitely little no outcry about Tom Hardy's lack of Southern Hemisphere credentials. Is this a big deal to Australians? Is Mad Max so iconic that it's ab- abhorrent that a Brit... Pl- that's a good word. Mm. That a Brit plays him. <laughs> uh, where was Worthington... That's our word of the week. <laughs> yes, abhorrent. abhorrent. Where was Worthington and Courtney in casting? Thanks, guys. Michael from the States. Mm. I don't want either of those guys. Worthington or Courtney. I think Heath Ledger would have been good. I wouldn't have turned down Worthington. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now yeah. that I've rewatched these. Yeah. And there's not a lot to it, is there's there? There's not a lot to it. There's not a lot of kind of explosive acting required. Yeah. It's mostly just being kind of stoic while things happen around you and occasionally yeah. somebody runs over your arm with a motorcycle. <laughs> so, and he doesn't even react all that much. Yeah. So I, I reckon Worthington would work. But sure. I don't know. There's a lot of... I don't care if he's not Australian, to be yeah. honest. Though, hearing the latest trailer, yeah. his accent's not very good. He's like, my name's Max. Oh, it's, okay, like, it's not very good. I, but I don't care. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think people will be... Yeah. Cons- like, people are always... People feel a lot of ownership of stuff like that was initially Australian, but now really isn't. Like Paul a, Hogan. A, Paul Hogan, ACDC. Yep. Like that's Mel Gibson. Yeah, exactly. Well, he's not even Australian. Yeah, we've disowned him, but he came here when he was like a teenager and then left as yeah. soon as he could. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like ACDC. Yeah, th- that band's like three quarters of Ameri- American now. Oh, is it? But now oh, we're yeah. yeah, but we're like yeah, ACDC. I don't think they're. So that... I think those people, those people, will be upset about. I don't think they're that good. <laughs> I think they haven't had a good song in about 
30 years. What about rock and roll train? <laughs> what about... Stopping all stations. Stopping all stations to rock and roll or whatever it was. What about rock or bust? We're going to do a lot of rock. Or? Or, or bust. Nah, don't you know? care for it. Won't uh, stop rocking. Well, they got some good songs, but... Yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Mm. They're also... They're like Bon Jovi insofar as when they make then they release a new song. It is completely indistinguishable <laughs> from all their other songs. Like sometimes I'll hear a Bon Jovi song on the radio and I'm like, did they make that in 1985 or did it come out yesterday? Yeah. I honestly have no idea. Was this on Crossroads? Correct. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Mm. So in summary, do you care if Mad Max is Australian or not? No. Nah. I mean- <laughs> Who are we going to get? Steve Bisley? He's probably busy. I, he might be. He's probably really busy. <laughs> I was going to jump in, but I thought I'm going to let you... Leave it to the press. You do it, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, hey, guys. Do you all care about Judge Wait, Dredd? Wait, this? Oh, I've got the name here. God, I'm not good at that sometimes. No. I can bring it up. Yankee Joe. All right, continue. Hang on. Oh, do you want to find the name? No, it's fine. All right. Actually, now I do. Oh, God, just... <laughs> uh... All right. This is from Sam. A different Sam. Hmm. Uncle Sam. There we go. <laughs> Worth the wait, I think. <laughs> Definitely. Hey, guys, do you, do you all care about Judge Dredd? And if so, what do you think about the possibility of his death slash retirement or something? And do you think if they replace him, they'll just use a clone? P.S. Y'all rock. Keep up the good work. Is this the comic book Judge Dredd? I assume so. I assume so. I haven't read... I didn't know that he was... Uh, I, haven't I haven't read been... comic book Judge Dredd in many a year. I don't even think I've ever read a Judge Dredd comic. It's very... Judge Dredd... Like, it's very rare there'll be, like, an event. Was it, like, Mad Max-ish? No, no. It's future. Well, I guess the... The, out, the wasteland is. The wastelands are kind of... A, yeah. When they go on the long walk, yeah. which is the when the when a judge is, like, cast out or they retire. Yeah, yeah. They can choose to go on the long walk, where they just they just go out in the, and, and, like, try to bring law to the lawlessness. Yeah. And get killed, presumably. <laughs> uh, there's a really good Judge Dredd short film. Minty. Minty, there we, we talked go. about it. Either. Yeah, we talked about that, which is really good. Um, yeah, Judge Dredd, like the actual event stuff in Judge Dredd, like it's been going for like 30 years or something, Yeah. but like the actual event stuff is like quite few, you know, few and far between. Mm. Most of it, it's just self-contained stories. Yeah. You know, somebody will commit a crime or something or something that approaches being a crime and then Judge Dredd will put him in jail for 50 years or kill them. You know, it's... <laughs> That's the two I things. like Judge Dredd. Me too. Yeah. Like he's more a... Uh, yeah, he's not really a character more that he's just like this satire of Thatcher's Britain kind of thing, but he's American. And there's never been a more timely... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, they're saying that Thatcher's Britain has returned Correct. in that UK election. I hope Dredd comes and kills them all. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, I quite like Judge Dredd. I'm sad there probably won't be another Dredd movie. Yeah. Mm. Look, to be fair, if they make another Dredd movie, it will make zero money again. Correct, yes. But that's a really great movie. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what? I want them to make it, but yeah, yeah. like you said. But... I'm a big fan of all the all the 2008 AD characters. Okay, sure. All those guys. I'd like, some to, other ones. I'd like to see a Rogue Trooper movie. That okay. will never happen. Don't know who that is. So he's a, he's a blue Rogue Trooper. He's always having a bloody blue, mate. Correct. <laughs> great. Yep. All right, cool. I like both Judge Dredd movies for different reasons. <laughs> the first one's pretty fun. <laughs> The part yeah. where Stallone goes, um, I don't think he ever says that. No, he does. He says it multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> this is from Liam. This is specifically to you. Wait, he did wa- we answer that question about Judge Dredd? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that might replace him with a clone, I guess, because he, he takes drugs and stuff, doesn't he, so he doesn't age. Is that right? 
because everybody else kind of ages around him. Oh. And he kind of stays the same age. That's my understanding of it because I think I've read a lot of Judge Dredd Wikipedia. Oh, sure, yeah. But I've never... I don't I'd think not I've thought ever, about it. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Remember they were well, replacing the thing, with like, Armand DeSante. Yeah. Here's the thing. If they kill him in the comic books, they'd probably only do it like as a one... It'd be like, you know, one of the... Like, uh, you ever see that movie Beer Fest? Yes. Where one of the characters is killed. No, I haven't. Sorry. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Anyway, one of the characters is killed and then is immediately replaced by his twin brother who arrives and then insists just for convenience sake that you know to honor the dead brother they call him by the dead brother's name <laughs> and then the movie continues as if nothing happened that's what would happen in judge dread is dread would be killed or whatever and then they would just clone him and replace him and nobody would say anything sure that would be because that's that's the character that's really the it's character. irrelevant yeah whether he's original or a clone if they replace him with somebody should that person also be stoic yes okay good this is to you this is from liam i'm ready he wants. He just wants to know why you don't have a YouTube channel. A lot of people ask me that. I think maybe you should address it. Am and I legally required to have a YouTube channel? Absolutely not. I mean, legally you are. I'm on your YouTube channel some <laughs> of the time. That's fine. I got nothing to say on YouTube. I don't know. All right. I just. A lot of people say it. If I thought of something to say that would require a visual medium, I'd bloody get a YouTube channel. You don't have much to say, do you? No. Some would argue I don't have much to say either. I think you'd I think you'd be great oh, if you have you. one. But right. you know, it's not something you're interested in. In the I meantime, guess. we've got an iTunes channel. That's correct. It's this one. Where, you, where you're pointing. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, this is for about this is the last one. Da- this is first of all, the, the headline is Dave Coulier confirmed for Full House. Yes. Which we know of. That means we're gonna get a lot of Dave Coulier stories. Hopefully, I hope so. Because I got one. Oh, for those who don't know, for from oh, yeah, new sorry. listeners, um we have a very rarely updated segment which we call Dave Coulier, in which we like listeners to email in stories where uh former Full House cast member Dave Coulier was mean to them. Yes. So if you could do that, that would be great. And now that there's going to be a new Full yeah. House, I'm just worried filming. that people are going to start sending fake ones. Yeah, but we can. We'll be able to tell. We'll know. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, this is the latest one. Also, I met Dave Coulier once at a basketball game, and I asked him for an autograph, which he gave to me. And as I walked away, I heard him say under his breath to his friends, "Fucking fans." <laughs> Good work. Good work, Dave Coulier. We've we've brought it back. Love it. Pretty good, eh? Oh, so good. That seems like the kind of thing he would do. Yeah, yeah. Why so? Why, why be like that? I don't know. Why not be like, you should be happy that people like you? Yeah. And you're rich and whatever. And you got that song about you that Alanis Morissette sings. Yeah. I don't know. We haven't got a song written about us, except for the Weekly Planet theme tune. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah. Oh, the brute emailed in. He said he's, he's going to put something together, like a newish kind of theme. Oh, interesting. He's going to do it a whole big studio what? deal. What? Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, he had an email. He had something in his email as well. Hey, did we get Come this email? Back. You can cut this out. But did you get an email from Stephen Fleshing about Possibly. an Eddie Murphy story? He said he was going to email here. Oh, I can he had an onset Eddie Murphy story. Eddie Murphy. I haven't... I'm a bit behind on my emails, to be That's honest. Okay. Oh, yeah, Stephen. Yep. Hey, James and Mace. My name is Stephen. Writing to you from California. I just... Uh, I love the show. I especially love when you guys read stories about people's encounters with celebrities. Well, I've got one about Eddie Murphy, star of the classic, much-loved superhero movie, me to your man. I don't think that's true. Might be thinking of Pluto Nash. Yeah. And yeah, it's my family and I were on vacation in Lake Tahoe. We're on a beach and got to talking to a couple who were next to us. Um, I mentioned uh, to them that I'm a huge movie buff and want to work in the film business. He told me that he used to be a cameraman in Hollywood and worked on Eddie Murphy's Dr. Doolittle. He went on to tell us that Eddie Murphy required in his contract that he have a stand-in or stunt double performed the scenes in which there was an animal. Have we talked about this? Don't know. I've talked about this recently to okay. someone. I thought it was a good idea in case it was like a bear or a tiger 
uh, went went rogue, like yep. James Bond. <laughs> he does go rogue, doesn't he? Uh, but that's not all. He said that Eddie Murphy was terrified of all the animals, including guinea pigs, squirrels, owls, rats, and monkeys. He said that <laughs> he said they finished the movie. The finished movie is a, is a result of stunt doubles, painstaking editing, trick photography, and CGI. Which makes you have to wonder how desperate the studio was for money that they dealt with all that and still decided to make a sequel. Here's going to be the official Mr. Furious of the podcast. P.S. I haven't donated any money, so I recommend the podcast to three uh, different people. So get off my back. Three millionaires? Great. I hope so. That'd mm. be great. That is astounding that you would agree to be in a movie <laughs> entirely about speaking in close proximity to and animals. And touching and... Yeah, yeah, and you are deathly afraid of all the animals. That's amazing. Are you afraid of any animals? Only man, the most dangerous animal of them all. I guess so. No, nah, I'm not afraid of him either. <laughs> Bloody smash him. <laughs> all right, so that's the show for this week. Thank Fantastic. you to the Brute and the Basilisk for the themes. Mm. We're big fans of that. Yes. Uh, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter and you're... At Mr. Sunday Movies. And if they you want to find us as a team, yep. we're weeklyplanetpod at Gmail if you want to send us an email yep. at uh, uh, Twitter and on Facebook. Yep. We're patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. Correct. Uh, weeklyplanetpod.bandcamp.com where yep. we've got our commentaries up, our they movie do. commentaries. You can we should do a new one. Yeah, we should. Do you want to do... Who has time? Do you want to do... A, why don't we do a Terminator and Jurassic Park are coming up? Okay. So why don't we do one of them? Maybe okay. this week. At some point. Great. Which would you want to do out of them? Do you want to do Terminator 2 or Terminator 1? We're obviously going to do... Let's just... keep it a surprise. Okay. <laughs> to yeah. ourselves. Yes. We'll obviously only do the first Jurassic Park. Okay, great. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Thank you for the, uh, listening, everybody. Um, yep. <laughs> well, have a great week, I guess. Now let's just wander off into the desert. That's how we do this, right? That's how these end. We sure. just, just sort of peters out <laughs> and just, just fizzles away and then we wander off into the desert. <laughs> Next week, we'll be back with even bigger mullets. <laughs> Mel Gibson style. <laughs> Grab that gem, Grab everyone. that gem, guys. Bye. We don't need another hero. We don't need another way home. All we want is this Gabriel. The Thunderdome. <laughs> he did want to go beyond the Thunderdome. Yeah, he did, didn't he? All right. <laughs>